Welcome to the Penny for Our Thoughts podcast, where you can get a third-party opinion on your worries, concerns, or problems that you may have. But don't keep it to yourself. Give some to us. My name is John. And I'm Gerald. And we are your hosts for today's episode of Penny for Our Thoughts. How's it going, man? It's going all well. What about you, Gerald? It's going all well. It's going all well. Oh, <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, man. Not bad. Today was kind of kind of slow at work, so I'm excited to talk about some exciting stuff today. I hope you got some good topics today. Well, I hope I, I didn't won't disappoint you. Yeah. Hey, well, it's just not us two, right? Yeah. We got we got a guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Daniel. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, uh, we've been uh, we've been buddies for what? How long have you known? You know I Daniel? met him in grade eight social. Grade eight? No, no, sorry, no, grade, sorry, grade grade eleven social. Grade eleven. Sorry, grade eleven. Sorry. Yeah, and we've been friends since, like grade when you came in. Yeah, grade 11 some, e- sometime. Yeah, when I was grade 10, you were grade 11. So, yeah, when I was grade 10. Damn. We're yeah. old, man. How's mm-hmm. your day going, Daniel? Good. Just uh, got off work and I'm here. Excited <laughs> to be here? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about uh, what, what I have to talk about. All right. right. We'll see, we'll see what going, what's going on. All right. So, for today, we have three concerns today. And as uh, listeners know, it will go uh, increasing degree of, I guess, Difficulty, intensity. intensity, I guess is the way to say it. So, all right. Without further ado, let's get started. The first concern we have today is from I Forgot More Than You Know. Title is Girlfriend Forgot My Birthday, It Hurts. My new girlfriend, dated for a year and a half, just forgot my birthday. This is after telling her about how hurt I was when the previous girlfriend had forgotten it once. I know that people forget things, but I can't understand why she wouldn't make it more of a priority given her knowing my past. I didn't even want anything just for her to say happy birthday that morning. I feel unimportant. When I brought it up, she barely, sorry, when I brought it up, she apologized, but I was too dejected for it to matter. We barely talked in two days. She hasn't said a word about plans to make it up to me in any way. She just says she feels bad and has already apologized multiple times. I feel disrespected given I told her how much it hurt when the last girlfriend did this and she made no effort to make sure she didn't make me feel the same way. It feels like a red flag. I think I want to break up with her, but the wound is still fresh. How am I supposed to approach her birthday in a couple of months? What if I give her a second chance and she screws up again? What do I do? Well... I feel like, at least from my experience, everybody interprets or celebrates birthday in different ways. Like personally, I don't really care for my birthday, right? So, I mean, they say they've been dating for a year? Year and a half. Year and a half. So they've gone through this once, or is this their first time going through it? I forget what the... T- um. Yeah, so then she would have had... Yeah, she must have... I, she must have had... He must have had a birthday, another birthday before this, right? With her, yeah. yeah. And, so, and he, there was no mention of that about that. It didn't right? seem like the yeah, focus so. is on the birthday now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to kind of see like how does his girlfriend, you know, celebrate birthday? Like what what does she do on her birthday? Like does she ever ask him to like, hey, it's my birthday, let's do this and let's do that? Like does she actually care for it? Because personally, like with my girlfriend, she doesn't really care, and I don't really care, so we just. You know, it's fine if nothing happens, right? We don't make it into a big deal. So I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect um, with with the um, with the poster and then the 
uh, to post to his girlfriend. Um, so I feel like figuring that out where uh, your girlfriend kind of how how does it, how your girlfriend sees uh, birthday is kind of important, I guess, and and kind of like away even away away from the birthday thing. I feel like this. Uh, I feel like birthday was just one of the topic that just kind of caused this kind of clash. And I feel like there's a lot of other things that will make this kind of clash where there's like a huge, you know, uh, difference in how um, you and your partner kind of see certain things. And I feel like this is a, a good chance for you kind of reevaluate like where is your line like do you do you think it's because uh, like is it worth it for him to be understanding of her and make this relationship work or is this too you know big of a minus for him to really you know give her a, a second chance or at least try to figure something out and come 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 up with a compromise right so in my opinion i guess um f- figuring out uh, where your girlfriend stands in terms of um, how important birthdays are to her is probably going to be uh, the first step. And depending on how that goes, second step would be to, um, uh, dis- regardless of the result, um, is this kind of difference worth your time um, trying to fix or trying to work out? So... And if, if it's not worth worth his time, then I guess, yeah, I guess it's too big of a red flag for him and should pro- probably break up. Uh, if not, you shouldn't, right? So. Yeah, and I think, I think you made a good point about bringing it outside of just his birthday thing. Um, because the crappy thing about this is she, if she messes up with a birthday, you have to wait till next year for her to make it up. Right. So what I, I think I think what I would look at personally is how she treats other stuff that's per, that's important to you. Is talking about the the what was his name? Uh, I, know I forgot I forgot more than you know. Yeah. So for him, I would consider all the stuff that is important to you versus what's important to, to your girlfriend. And if, if if any of those don't line up, see how she she treats that sort of stuff. Like if there's a topic or there's just anything, something that she doesn't find as important as you, does she compensate by trying to like talk about it with you regardless of how she feels about the topic or, or you know what I mean? Like to compensate her lack of interest in a certain topic just because you're interested in it. For me, that would signal like, oh, you're you're willing to, to compromise, you're willing to do other stuff for me because that topic or whatever is important to me, even though it might not be for you. Yeah, hindsight 2020, but... I feel like these are little things that before it actually gets to that um, place is something that you definitely want to just kind of bring up. I feel there's nothing wrong with bringing up, oh, hey, what do you want to do for my birthday? Right? What do you want to do for your birthday? You know, I feel like sorting that stuff out will kind of prevent this kind of situation too, where I feel like from from the looks of it, he was kind of caught off guard. He expected something from his girlfriend. Nothing happened. Right? Yeah. So there's like that huge disappointment kind of thing. I mean, and yeah, and we're only hearing one set of stories. So I'm just kind of speaking for the poster. Um, but yeah. Does any of you guys like care about your birthday a lot? Like maybe I forgot more than you know? I think if someone close to me forgot my forgot my birthday, it wouldn't be to the point where I would think about ditching them. Personally. Mm, yeah, for me, like I said before, I don't care for it. 
So but yeah, so let's the so because you don't care for the birthdays, let's kind of like flip it around, let's flip the situation around so it more relevant to you guys. So it'd be something that you guys cherish. I, it, it doesn't matter what it has to be. It could be a day, it could be like a time or whatever. But then your significant other didn't really think it was that important. So like, because the issue of this, um, I forgot more you know, is that he told his current girlfriend, I guess at the time, he's like, hey, my ex-girlfriend really hurt me when uh, she forgot my birthday. Mm. So that, because if if that wasn't said before and then he got upset, I'd be like, dude, yeah. she doesn't know, right? Then I could understand that like, you need to figure out what she thinks about her birthday. And then maybe she doesn't think birthdays are that important. But then he did tell that significant other, hey, this is super important to me. And I was super hurt when my ex-girlfriend didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. So, but we can't use a birthday example because, I mean, same here, including none of us really care about birthdays that much, like especially our own birthdays. So think of something like some kind of scenario that like you really enjoy, you really cherish, but then she just forgot about it. Like it'd be like an anniversary. It could be whatever, I guess. Then how would you feel if she just forgot about it? Personally, um, I'm the kind of person, if someone really disappointed me like that, I would adjust. Yeah. So if I see that the other person isn't really committing as much as I am into this relationship, then I'm not going to commit. I'll try to interpret in my own way of, you know, my way of, you know, committing less. Right. And it's not the best. But I feel like that's how I would go if I were to take it emotionally. And I feel like if I was actually in that situation, I'll probably take it more uh, emotionally than rationally. So that's how I would act. Yeah, I'm a little petty like that. So like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, she's got to be like that, man. Okay, well, prepare for the worst, you know, because I'm going to hit right back at you. You know, I want to I want you to feel how I feel. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Because sometimes, you know, just talking it out doesn't work. You know, sometimes you got to get the other person to feel exactly how you feel, right? And then when they feel upset about it, then you just go up to them. Well, that's how I felt when you acted this way. And I feel like that sometimes gets the point across, you know, pretty well. So, but, you know, talking it out is nice too. <laughs> it's just your method, what you're yes, saying. Yeah. You, Not that always, is, but yes, sometimes I do that if I get too is, emotional. That is yeah. true. Because words can only, can only get the idea across so much, right? But personally, I think... What, what Daniel mentioned earlier that he adjusts, that's probably what would end up happening to me. I would just, maybe not in like the quote unquote, not in the petty way, but I would adjust be like, oh, okay, so this is not as important to you. Um, other people remember, maybe I can go, you know, I had something, for, just for going along this example, if it was my birthday, like, oh, I had other stuff planned. I'm going to go do that then. Okay. You know. So in this situation for, for Daniel, I just want to, so let's say you did care about your birthday. Let's, let's think of a fictional world. You did care about your birthday. Your girlfriend forgot about it. He, uh, so he actually mentioned in the, in the concern that, that my girlfriend's birthday is coming up. I don't know how to, you know, react for that. So you would, you would do the exact same thing. You wouldn't say happy birthday, whether or not you remembered or not. Yes. <laughs> I would, I would go as that far. That was you the go. most confident yes I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Uh, and it, we, but then, so you would just adjust. So you wouldn't actually break up with the girl. Yes, I wouldn't break up with the girl because um, she didn't. Well, yeah, I wouldn't break up with the girl. So, yeah, because I feel like that's just, you know, I, it's just, yeah, just, I feel like it's just not, 
that's, that's just too extreme, you know. That's for the worst. You can you can break up with her after you've you know get your petty revenge. You know what I mean? Like at least yeah. do that. And if she feels sorry about it and tries to work it out, it's like, oh, I didn't like you know I didn't know that this is how you felt. You know, great, right? If if she still acts like you know, like disrespectful or whatever, then I guess you can just break up then. So I feel like you know. So you so you say we got to get even first before anything happens. But you're saying yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, you know you can you can break up with her with clean conscience. You know, so it doesn't feel like oh she wronged me. You know, it's like she wronged me, but I wronged her too, and we're good, <laughs> right? So. I like how your version of a clean conscience is you wronging her back, <laughs> yeah, eye for an eye. Yeah. You know what? I, I enjoy that. You greatly. know what? That's fair. Like uh, obviously, there's gonna be times when I want an eye for an eye too. In some cases, yeah, it's you know. One thing I'm just not understanding is why the girlfriend didn't take it to heart. Right? He mentioned it to you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. You said that like, you know, if you mess up one birthday, you have to wait for the next birthday. You have to yeah. wait a year for it becomes. But then like, you can, on the flip side, it happens once a year. Some people forget. Right? But then, you know, I can't really take her side because, I mean, he did tell you how much it hurt. Right? And yeah. if it hurts you that much or hurts your boyfriend or significant other that much, wouldn't you you know, really keep it to heart and maybe put a phone reminder on your phone. Like, it's not hard to keep track of birthdays. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's easy enough to put a reminder on your calendar, right? And after, I feel like after that conversation, that should be the first thing you do if you're if you're actually committed to this person. Yeah. This is talking about, about the girlfriend now. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me make sure I put that in my calendar. It won't happen to you again, you know? And it's it's... For me, it's not relatable because, like I said, I don't really care about my birthdays either. I care about other people's birthdays. So I don't care about mine. So it's hard for me to be like, I'm like a mix of both. Like, <laughs> the girlfriend and the boyfriend. Like, I don't care about my birthday, so I'm not the boyfriend. But yeah. then, like, I care about other people's birthdays. Right. So then I would be like the boyfriend kind of thing, right? Do I think it's a red flag? Do you think she should break up? No. I think I agree with Daniel on yeah. that. I, I don't know about the whole eye for eye part. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe that's the right way to go. And whatever works for you, but I would just, I'm just curious why you're so upset about it too. It's a birthday. It is what it is. Like it happens every year. Well, that, that, that shouldn't matter at this point, right? I guess. It's, you can bring it out like what Daniel was saying. It doesn't have to be a birthday. Like it could be like, I don't know. It could be something else that's really important that your significant other ignored or forgot or whatever. Right? Yeah. It becomes something completely different. And, um, Everyone makes mistakes, right? And that's why I said, that's why I brought it up that birthdays only come once a year is that if she, if this is one of the moments that she just happened to make a mistake, she can't make up for it um, until the next year when his birthday comes. Yeah. Right? And one thing for sure that I, I wish the person who submitted this um, kind of goes in when, when, when he decides to talk with his girlfriend is that like what John brought up yeah, so he already told how he felt, right? Felt disrespected, right? And he was upset, right? And her response was like that. I feel like there was a little bit of a maturity issue with from the girlfriend's side, right? If someone's upset, at least for me, doesn't matter if you're right or wrong, if you don't care or if you do care, you got to give at least some level of respect, right? And actually recognize that that person's upset. And try to, you know, hear them out at least, right? But if the um, if the poster didn't feel that way, I feel like going into the conversation, the, into future conversation with his girlfriend, I feel like it's it's going to be a little similar, 
He, but know, then she so. did apologize multiple times. But then now he just he's just upset that like she didn't make more plans to make it up. Right. Make so it up for this so this kind of goes back to the thing. Like, I mean, what kind of apology was it? Is it just like a very simple "I'm sorry," right? And yeah, we don't know the details, of course. But at least from my perspective, if someone's really sorry, they would always come up with. This, like a solution, some sort of a solution. Like what's gonna change? Like what's what they're gonna do better, right? But then if they just say I'm sorry and just ends it there, it's like I don't know, right? I feel like, like I said, a little bit of maturity issue, not really understanding how to apologize, right? What actually apologizing is, right? What needs to like what kind of result it needs to have, right? So I don't know. That's just my thought. Can you remind me again? Uh, can you read the part where he says he brings it up with her and how she reacted? Uh, so okay, so let me just see here. Uh, she hasn't said a she hasn't said a word about plans to make it up to me in any way. She just says she feels bad and has already apologized multiple times. I feel disrespected given I told her how much it hurt when the last girlfriend did this, and she made no effort to make sure she didn't make me feel the same way. Yeah. So just an apology, but yeah, you know the no more, more I think solution. about it, it's it's not looking good because you're right. If someone told me that, I would make the effort to just put it in my phone or like get a calendar. Like, I mean, if, you, if people use, you know, physical calendars still, just write on it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This yeah. is your prime opportunity to put it in for next year. Yeah. And yeah. well, it, it doesn't exp- explicitly say that she said that or didn't or she did that or didn't do that. I would expect that, you know, as a good trying to be a good girlfriend or good boyfriend, that's what she did. Like, I, I would like to assume that. But I don't know if I can. I'd like to assume that, like, the reason why I don't want to say break up is because I want to assume that because they've been dating for a year and a half, obviously, a, may, a birthday, I guess a birthday could have only happened once. I guess it could be the first birthday, technically speaking. Because let's say, no, I'm just thinking no, about this. No, because a year ago, it would have, they would have been dating for six months. Am I dumb? I think I'm dumb. So there's six months in, he had a birthday, and a year after that. I guess right? so, yeah, 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 I guess so. Right. So, yeah, um, so then I'm, I'm going to assume, like, the benefit of the doubt is that the girlfriend remembered the first birthday. And then she just forgot the second one. Right? I, assume I, I so. feel like the poster would have mentioned that. If, if, if she forgot it the first time. Actually, I think she would I think he would have mentioned it if he if he if she forgot it two times. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's 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 what the, again, people make mistakes, right? And it sucks yeah. that it's still, it's a birthday event, but I can't really give her points because like what you said, it doesn't have to be a birthday. Right? Imagine if I got a big promotion at my job. Right, and then my significant other is like, "Oh, okay, you know, nice, nice." Yeah, yeah I'll be super hurt, but yeah. would I break up with her? I probably wouldn't. I'd just be super hurt, and I, I would tell them, "Like, hey, like, you know, you can never get this back because I don't. Let's say I don't get a promotion ever again, right? You will never get this promotion chance again, and you kind of ruined it. I just want to let you know that, and it sucked. That's another tough thing is that we don't know how empathetic each of these people are, right? And we don't know if. If in fact that the girlfriend is is similar to us, where she doesn't, she really doesn't care about any anyone's birthday, I guess. Um, it's hard to side with the boyfriend in that case because he didn't. He would have to communicate explicitly that, like, "Hey, my birthday is really, really important to me." And there's, yes, he didn't explicitly say that. Uh, he didn't explicitly explicitly say that he didn't. So we I, can, I feel we can like kind he did because if he mentioned to his girlfriend that his ex girlfriend and it really hurt him, I think that's saying it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I could argue that's a method of saying it. It's, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah, word for right, word, right. but you're right. it's implied, right? 
I, I understand where um, he's coming from, though. Like, with the why he want, has this urge to, like, oh, is this a red flag? He wants to break up because he has that experience from other, like, previous girlfriends, right? So I That's feel like true. that plays, like, it comes into play a lot because, yeah, because you really, you know, you really think differently right, after your heart kind of gets broken, yeah. you know, yeah. like that, when someone's just very emotionally vulnerable, right? And I don't know what kind of person this guy is, but, and if he's kind of a person who's very affected by those things, then I'm sure, you know, the last thing he wanted is to relive that kind of experience. And I'm sure he has some sort of like a trauma, right? For him to just, for him to act this way, right? Because personally though, like personally, if I dated a girl for a year and a half and this happened, but not just, doesn't have to be birthday, something that I, you know, care deeply about, but then gets neglected, I wouldn't, like first thing that comes up to my mind wouldn't be like, do I need to break up with this girl? Right. To me, I feel like I've committed. If I committed a year and a half of my life with this person, I feel like that was the last thing that I would think about. So yeah, you're gonna let them something slide, right? Yeah, but then again, like for him, he had this happen again. He's seeing this like as a repeated case. So I see where he's coming from. He's like, man, you know, to see the, these kind of signs that I've, you know, from this girl that I've seen from my exes, right? Is it worth my time to actually invest, even though? I've dated this girl for this long, right? So, yeah, I get yeah, it. I agree with you. I think it's, I I think for all three of us, that forgetting a birthday or even like a meaningful thing isn't a deal breaker for us. Like it would be like cheating, for example, or emotional or physical abuse. And it could be for, for I, you know, I forgot, but um, I think he just needs to decide, like, is this hurt? Are you like so hurt that you feel so betrayed that you don't think you could ever be with this person again because you just got that emotional trauma? And it could be. I'm not going to discount that. If that's the case, then yes, okay. If you if you think you want to break up because of that, then all the right to you. But I think everyone here all agrees that forgetting something, you know, significant that you you really deeply care about and someone else doesn't is not like like red red flag right away, line you crossed it. I'm done this relationship. I think you need to decide if that line is there for the birthday. I think what made this the red flag is the fact that she was so nonchalant about it after the fact, the way he describes it anyway. Yeah. She yeah. says, oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I haven't had any time to say sorry. And like you said, Daniel, she's if she doesn't show any signs of like understanding how uh, how bad that he feels, any sign of empathy, then I think that's... I think that's what made it the red flag. Yeah, and I I I, I can see that. Right. Yeah, because okay. you can extrapolate to be like, okay, if something else bad happens to me, how do I know if she's going to care about it? Yeah, right. And I was, then, yeah, I'll give, I was going to give it the benefit of the doubt okay. that like if they had two, if he had two birthdays, hopefully that like, you know, the first one she actually cared about, and I have a feeling she would have. Right, if you're in the beginning of a relationship and it's like your significant other's birthday, then it's normally a big deal. In a relationship, but then once you you know once you date someone for longer and longer, the birthday becomes less and less significant for some couples, not all, but I'm yeah. just, it, it can be. So, yeah, I could see that. Is it grounds for red flag and like breakup? Red flag, I could see the potential, but breakup for me, no, no. What about you, Daniel? No, yeah, yeah, you definitely, definitely, don't break up yet. No. You know, <laughs> get, get her back. back. You know, get her back first. <laughs> Our birthday's coming up in a couple months. Yeah. Suck it up for a couple more months. Out of curiosity, did it say how old they were? It did not. That's oh, okay. the one thing I, I I should have asked, but I didn't. No. 
Anyway, yeah, I think. Cool. Don't break up. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That concludes number one. Going to number two. This one's from Throlay. And I, she's a female. She's 20 years old. I am attracted to black guys, but scared to date them because of my strict Asian parents. I've always found myself attracted to black guys, but I have always said no to dating because I'm scared about what my parents would think. My parents are not strict and they support everything I do, but I know that I will be judged by them, especially my extended family, which are extremely traditional Koreans. I'm not sure how to approach the situation or if I should try to date others. Any advice? Um, I don't I don't know if she's very familiar with like the actual Korean culture. I mean, every all everybody knows, yeah, strict Asian culture, blah blah blah. That's been around for like millennia, but like, I mean, nowadays Korean people don't really see like African American people as something like threatening or scary. You know, so I don't know where she's coming from in terms of like they're gonna judge her for dating black guy like i yeah it's, it's a little a little odd i mean i would agree with you they don't feel them threatened or like or like wh- what you say threatened and like scary yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they think like that but the judging i can 100 percent see but what are they what would they judge her like just because they're not dating like she's not dating another asian or another korean or like whatever i can totally see it i can 100 percent see that Okay. Well, well, within that within that premise, I guess. Um. Um. Then I guess she. Do we know how old she is? Ah, uh, yeah, twenty. Twenty, yeah, twenty. Twenty. Okay. Uh, that's a little hard because. At that age, you're still quite dependent, of your parents, and you're easily influenced by other people, and, for you. And in these kind of situations, if you really want it, you gotta go get it. Kind of, kind of ordeal, in my opinion. But it's hard to do, especially at that age. Um. But yeah, because it's kind of like it's gonna feel like you against the world, right? Especially with all these family ties that she has. Um. But that's what I would personally do. Cause I don't mind doing that personally, but I don't know her. Everybody, you know. Acts a little different and deals uh, deals uh, things in different ways, but yeah, I'd say just go do it, like date the guy, and you don't have to tell everybody, right? If like I I'd say do it in secret until you develop some sort of like a um, strong relationship, like a, you know build some good foundation, like date date the guy for a couple months or maybe for half a year or something like that. When you have something to work off of to show. I feel that's a good um, way for you to just kind of reveal, hey, I'm dating a black guy. Everybody's like, gasp, right? But then, but I've been dating for six months and we're doing this, he's doing that, right? And he has these traits that I really like and, you know, just kind of show him off, right? And I feel like that would be the best approach rather than like you date him. It's like, oh my God, mom, I started dating a black guy. And then, you know, I don't think that's ever going to end well, right? So if, if we're, you know, talking about within the premise of these judging strict strict korean families that's my thought i can i can relate to this pretty well because i had i had explicitly a family member like you can't date black black person 
and I that I harbored great resentment. I'm like, are you serious? Did those words just come out of your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you made a good point where uh, this could be a good a good opportunity for you to show them wrong, to 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 show them that they're wrong, right? Because um, again, they, they could have grown up in a different generation where you know, a different views and in, in different culture, and hopefully, they at least have a little bit of that you know rectified. But um, if you have an opportunity, if you find a good person, regardless of black, white, whatever race they are, wouldn't you want to show them off to your family? Like eventually, if you find a good person that you think you want to, you know, be with for a long time, I personally would like to, to introduce them to my family and have, um, like you said, show them off, right? It's, except this, this at this point, there's a, obviously there's a bonus of me like enlightening your family members or your parents, whoever you, you need to do to do that too. Just be aware. I just want to make sure you guys are both speaking in a way that like the parents are strict, but yeah. she mentioned the parents, her parents are not strict. Yeah. It's just like, and it's just a judging eyes that she thinks yeah. she'll get from her family. I, I, sorry. And I forget, I forgot to, to mention this earlier is that if you know your family or your parents aren't going to do anything extreme, then, and then I, especially how you prefaced it with, um, not not strict and generally pretty like supportive but then she apparently she did mention that she knows that she will be judged by them and especially by her extended family so she her parents are strict but they will judge her for dating a non-asian or whatever a non-korean prove, I guess, in prove case. them wrong you know? i feel like being strict and judging i don't i think they're pretty much the same thing either way it's a negative a negative thing right that she has that she's worried about right so i feel like going back to what i was saying date the guy in secret and if you like the guy you know great you have something to show for it right if not just break up or yeah if you break up if it doesn't work out then great nobody gets to know right so i mean but at, if you take that route the worst possible scenario would be getting caught while you're dating but you know i'm sure she can handle it even if yeah in this case the worst worst case scenario i don't think is even that bad because there's her parents aren't like yeah she gets judged exactly yeah right and i i personally feel like we live in a day and age where there's very little tolerance for that sort of thing that sort of like oh i'm judging you because you're dating someone else different race you know like you whatever people can believe whatever they believe in i don't think there's much, you know, there's much grounds for it at, at, at this point in time. Okay, so this is my two cents on this. There's a, and it's going to start with the, the kind of the positives and stuff like that. Well, not positive or negative, it's just more like what I believe is that there's a saying in Korean, and I'll just translate it to English, is that there's no parent that could beat a child. Beat as in like, like, in a, like beat as in like their decisions are conflicting and then like they push their decision onto the child is what I'm saying. So like, if a child wants to do this, a parent can't force that child or like, I guess she's 20 years old, like force that child to do go along with the parent's decision. If the, if the child's mind set is what I'm saying. So for example, if the child wanted to be a, a doctor, but the parents wanted her to be a lawyer, you're not going to beat the child in that decision-making skills. Not as in like physical beat, as in like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you decide to date whoever you want to date, by all means, go do it. Right. All the right to you, I think all of us agree with this on this on that aspect. It's just it. I could see where 
your parents' concerns and worries come from. And I think in this situation, the reason why I I uh, had this concern, and I really just want to talk about it, is I see where your parents are coming from, and especially the extended family and so on and so forth, but more your parents coming from. This is my personal experience, and um, I'm speaking from just my own past and how it, it you know, raveled out. I've dated my, um, I guess, race or country, country women, Ethnicity, right? Ethnicity, yeah. And then just the, just the connection that my significant other had with my parents, and I saw that. I, I didn't marry this girl or anything like that. We just dated. We're broken up now, but whatever. Long <laughs> story short. Um, but the connection that they built just by the same language they spoke, the same culture that they know, it was incredible to see. And I felt so, like, I guess not overwhelmed, but like so happy with emotion, I guess, because that has never happened before. I've dated all kinds of women, white, whatever, you name it, right? But I've never dated my uh, ethnicity, you know, women until that time. And then that that was the only time. The first time when it happened, that was the first time it happened. And it was mind-blowing how the connection was there. I wasn't married to this girl, I was just dating her, but it was so strong. And like my parents like enjoyed having her around and like we took her to like, you know, do things together, whatever, whatnot, right? And that bond is harder to get. I can, I will guarantee it's harder to get if you're not dating your own ethnicity or whatever, or your people who speak your same language or same culture. There's a big reason why culture is a big thing because if the cultures don't match, it's hard for people to develop that really deep relationship, whether it's, you know, mother, father-in-law, or brother, sister-in-law, and so on and so forth, especially the big language barrier. And, you know, I'm assuming that your parents come from Korea and they only can speak Korean very well. And then English obviously is passable, but not well to like converse in like very difficult conversations. And me seeing that, I can see and after that, and that's the funny thing, after that moment, after I, you know, that relationship ended, I've only dated, I've majority dated only, you know, my ethnicity because I wanted that again. Right? I love my family. I always put my family first. And if I realize that I can't get that same connection that my parents had with her, with my wife, like my future wife, I don't know. I think I'd be a little bit, dis- not disappointed, but like, I feel like I'd be like, oh, you know. Something missing. Yeah, something missing. And I, now I try to date my, you know, ethnicity all, all the time because I see, I, I want to see if I can get that. I'm not saying it's impossible to get it if you're Korean and then you date a black guy and then you marry the black guy, but it's harder is, is my two cents. So I understand where you're coming from. And I think that's the big worry. You wouldn't make this concern if you didn't care about what your parents thought. If you didn't care about your parents, thought, do, do what you want, date whoever you want. Right? I don't think you, the reason why you made it is because you care about your parents think. This is my thing is if you want to date anybody, date whoever. I think that's the big thing. If you want to date, date whoever. But if you believe in marriage like I do and everyone, well, Gerald does, marriage is a bigger thing. I think that's the key difference is if you can date black, brown, whatever, I'm just using these you know words, but date whoever you want, but marrying someone it's a completely different story and i think you're more worried about the marriage part if you're worried about the dating part i'm gonna say straight up don't worry about it because you're gonna you said no to date you said no to dating and i'm assuming if you you know liked a uh, a black person and he, that person asked you out you said no so i'm assuming you've never dated anybody in the past and you're 20 years old which is completely fine there's nothing wrong with that if it's dating 
have at her. I think you should meet people, learn what you like, what you don't like. You know, maybe don't, don't only date black people, right? Date a variety of people. And, you know, you could be just be like me where, you know, you date a Korean guy and then you realize your parents get along super well with the Korean guy and you're like, you know what? I actually like this. I want to see this in the future in my life. And you date Korean guys in the future. Sorry I ranted there. It's a little long, but mm-hmm. I, I can 100% see where she's coming from, what the parents are thinking. And you also have to realize that, especially for your extended family, Right, if they're in Korea, and they're all Korean, they're pretty traditional Korean, like you said. Right, you have to even if you if you go. We're talking about the path of marriage, not dating. If you decide to marry someone that's not Korean, there's gonna be a huge language language barrier. So your aunts, uncles, you know, nieces, nephews, whoever, or I guess not nieces, nephews, but like cousins and whatever, they have a hard time connecting with your significant other. Just have that in mind because it's a huge language barrier. I. It's hard for me to connect with someone who I can't talk to, right? And have that in mind. And, you know, if you do date someone and eventually marry someone, have that in the back of your head that it will be hard. I'm not saying you can't do it. It just be very difficult. So, but if you're just talking about dating, have at it. Go date whoever you want. I think that's a, that's not a big issue. Yeah. Like her, for her to care, um, much about her family judging her and extended family judging her. I'm guessing, I'm assuming that they have a great relationship or else, you know, I, I would just assume that or else you wouldn't really care for if you really don't like them, right? Yeah. So for her to care. And if they're if you're having a great relationship with your parents and your extended families, in the real world, I feel like 99% of the time, yeah, maybe I guess at worst case they might tease you about it, like, oh, why would you do that? But then like they're still gonna support you. It's I don't I don't feel I feel like it's not gonna be a big deal. I feel like she's just kind of overthinking it a little too much. Um, this whole the family's gonna judge her, but then like I mean even the judge, the word judging it's, the, itself, the word itself is a little vague, a little too vague. Like what kind of judging are you worried about? The fact that they're gonna permanently like forever, you know see you as like a different person in a negative way or is it like some sort of like a small you know teasing kind of thing that might just bug you a little bit and that you might be like you know maybe you don't feel too great about is that what you're worried right so that's another thing that i was hoping that she'd clarify um but yeah i'd say don't worry about the judging it's not going to be a big deal and i i also wanted to say take the risk you're 20 years old, right? Take the risk of, like, like I said, what I said before, try dating dating the person in secret. I, I, think, I think that in itself is pretty fun. I'm sure she would enjoy that, right? And, and try to work stuff out. And, make, and I feel like um, what she needs to kind of start doing, I want her to do, try to attempt doing, is to make decisions for herself and then be able to take the risk, right? And just know the risk, just do it. And that's your decision, right? Don't worry too much about what the parents gonna think, what the extended family's gonna do, right? Get that experience of dating, and if it doesn't work out, doesn't work out. If it works out, great. You have something to show for it, and and if you have something to show for it, nobody's gonna judge you. If that man that you're dating is a great person, and you and you, and you can show your family that, I'm sure your family will see the person the way you see him. Because, you know, like I said, this is assuming that they have a great relationship. So, that, yeah. 
Yeah, and I agree with you. I think you shouldn't be worried about the whole judging part, right? However, if you are kind of like what I was back when I was younger, if you're worried that your parents might not develop the connection, and that's the big thing for me, like, because I love my family. I want my family, if whoever I get married to and my family and their family be really close, right? Just like I am with my parents and stuff. It's just, it's going to be harder. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying, again, it's not impossible. It's just going to be super hard. I think at the end of the day, um, you're you're the one dating this person, right? Your family is not the one dating this person. And if you find a person that's right for you, like Daniel was saying, um, I am hoping that that the family will see that he makes you happy, right? Oh, yeah, of course. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's not the issue for me anyways. Like I'm taking it a little bit differently than you are, I think. Yeah. I think the family, the family will accept them for who he is and whatever. It's just that that connection, it's you might not get it. Yeah, and, I, and it I, depends I, yeah. how important that is to forgot her name already. Yeah, it depends how important <laughs> that is to this person. Um, but ultimately, I believe that if you're dating someone, if you're if you're looking to marry someone, number one is your relationship with them, right? As important as your family is, they're not the ones directly marrying this person or dating this person. Of course, they're going to be pretty close second because ultimately, families are you know going to get intertwined with you marrying each other. Um, but number one should be your relationship with with the other person, right? Yeah. Um, and again, I just it, assuming again, Daniel was saying that they have a great relationship with their or she has a great relationship with her family. They're going to see that he's really good for her uh, and that he makes her happy, regardless of what ethnicity he is. I you know, even if it, you know, I can see this happening for sure. Is even if she finds someone that like that makes her happy. Her parents, if she is like strict in that way or traditional Korean, there will always be like, you can find a Korean guy that makes you happy too. Mm. It's like that, you know, age old thing that they can always say, right? You can always find someone in your own, your own circle, I guess. And they'll give you the exact same thing, but he's just not, you know, black, brown, whatever, white. Yeah. And I feel like that, that's that could definitely the case. And I feel like that, if, if it comes to that, it's going to be her responsibility to prove them wrong that the guy that she's dating is you know a lot more special than maybe any other korean guys that she uh she might date right that's i feel like that's something it's kind of an argument that she just needs to um work for and that also comes into whole play of what i was saying before you know date the guy um get something, gather things that you can show off to your parents, right? And your other people, right? And that's going to help her argument when, 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 if that argument ever gets brought up or, hey, the Korean, I mean, you can, you can get the same thing and he's a great guy, but then you can date a Korean guy and get the same. And she's like, no, nah. because, and then, you know, she'll give her reasons, right? And I feel that's going to work out in that way. And I also wanted to kind of go a little bit off of what you were saying, like about the connection thing, right? Um, like, yeah, I I feel like if she, if she feels that she feels that lack of connection between um, the person that she's dating and her. Now that kind of goes back to our previous topic because I feel like this is a similar situation where is that barrier, is that wall, that that obstacle worth your time to try to overcome? Right? Like clearly, there's some sort of like a 
uh, I, you could also honestly see this as a clash as well. If you feel there's some some sort of negative, uh, if you're feeling some sort of negative emotion, there's some sort of like a blockade between you know you and your partner, right? There's some sort of like a clash. I guess in this case, like a cultural clash, right? You're not really feeling feeling that connection that you would feel from a Korean right, guy. I just, just want to make sure that that connection isn't yeah. within. With her and her boyfriend, it'd be with her boyfriend and her parents. Okay, then that's, if, that's, it, if that's it was her parents, then that then then that goes back to her. It's her person a, a responsibility to make that connection. You're the one who uh, decide to uh, date a black guy, knowing that your family might judge. So you gotta you know show show him off, right? Also, you also need to put in the effort to make sure that he fits in, right? Show, show him around the, the Korean culture. Be the translator. Be the bridge between your boyfriend and all your family members. And I, fe I feel like as long as she puts in that effort, that lack of connection thing isn't going to be an issue. I would argue against that. How so? <laughs> this is me. Even if, like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to assume that she does who tries her best. And he, she's, like, you know, trying to make sure, like, she translates everything. Just because she's a translator doesn't mean that the boyfriend or, I guess, you know, again, the boyfriend's not a huge deal. If it was your future husband or your husband and then your parents, if they don't have that connection, there's nothing, I don't, and you tried everything, I, I can also still say that even if you tried everything, that connection still might not be there. And you tried everything. I feel That's like what I'm saying. that, okay, well then to argue against that, I feel like that would be more of a personality clash than a cultural clash. If maybe it could be both but i yeah, but yeah you know what yes yeah maybe not even cultural but the pure like language barrier like so many things intentions or whatever maybe can get lost in translation yeah i guess right? you're right yeah there's always gonna be that there's i guess that's that always gonna be there yeah forever but yeah there's okay. other ways to show affection to show that you care about each other though right and there there could be opportunity if you get close enough to the guy for him to show that you know, he cares or is affectionate eventually to your parents other than, you know, having a very deep conversation, right? There's yeah. plenty of, like, I'm Filipino and there's plenty of, of um, uh, a generation older Filipinos that are afraid or, like, they don't, they're not comfortable with English. But I, I know my cousin firsthand, um, she married uh, a, a white guy, speaks English. Um, and they get along wonderfully with the parents. Right. Yeah, I I, I just want to say again, it's possible, right? Even, and I want to mention this too. It's just just because I you know personally in my personal experience, I've only dated you know my ethnicity from ever, ever since that moment. Doesn't mean that every girlfriend that I brought after that girlfriend they develop that connection. Just because of the same ethnicity yeah. doesn't mean that connection will build. It just it's just easier. It's one less barrier. Exactly. Right. The yeah. cultural barrier is not there. The language barrier is not there. So it's just easier, but doesn't mean it's gonna happen either. I just want to say that too. Yeah, it might. I, f I feel like it depends more on the person because it's like you said, there's gonna have to be extra effort for there to be that to build that connection. Um, but there are again, there's different ways to build a connection other than just you know being able to speak the same language, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. And you can show effort to even, even as simple as like learning about your other, your, your significant other's culture and you know participating in it. You don't have to be fluent in it, you don't have to be like a master at their culture, their language. Right. Yeah, but it makes so, it easier. It does. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm not saying it's a hard no or whatever. Like yeah. you're Korean, you have to date Korean. Just like, just be aware, it's gonna be easier. But doesn't mean that you date another Korean, it's gonna happen either. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I feel like, um, in a just an overall, it's an uh, overall thing. All these points that we're bringing up, right? Um, I hope that she 
uh, takes these as something for her to think about. It's not, I feel like, the, at least for me, the way, the reason why I brought up these arguments isn't to give her a solution. It's like, oh, this might happen. It's that just for her, her to be aware of, right? Yeah. Like what you said, it could happen. What I said, it could happen. What Gerald said, it could happen, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. And I feel like the important takeaway from all this is that she's aware of these possibilities and hopefully, you know, that'll give her um, enough wisdom to really uh, work herself, through, you, know, uh, you know, get herself through when that situation comes, right? Be able to deal with it, you know, wisely. Right. So yeah. I think it's important for her to, you know, take time and think about all these things. Yeah. So the both sides, all sides. Exactly. So. The last thing I want to say is, again, judging by your concern, I only have this to obviously talk about. I'm assuming you didn't date anybody in the past. This is my guess because you said no to dating. You didn't say no to black guys. You said no to dating. So I'm assuming you've been single all your life, which is fine. My advice, if I was to give you one, is go out there, date whoever you want, do what you want and learn experience it you'll never know any of the suggestions and the things that we said unless you actually go out there you could be like more like me where oh yeah i need that i think it'd be easier and then i don't want my parents i you know to be in my extended family be distant from my significant other in my future you will learn that and eventually you'll be like you know what maybe i need to date someone else right well you something can happen to do like daniel right maybe you like this person so much it doesn't matter what you know what it is i want to show this person off to my parents and you know so then well, I will work hard to build that connection for them, right? Same thing with Gerald, maybe, you know, we don't know, there's endless possibilities here. The thing is, I think you need to go out there and start dating, whether it's black guys, Asian guys, white guys, whoever, I don't care. I think you go out, date, and then eventually you'll learn from experience what you prefer. Yes, and all of this won't be possible if you decide not to do it just because you're scared that your parents will judge you. This exactly. 100%. That's, yeah, that's a nice that's way a to nice, wrap up that nice one. Yeah. exclamation mark there. Perfect. All right. That was a long one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the last, the final and last one. This one is from username Gal with Sneaky Hubby. Uh, should I, she is 37 years old, leave my husband who is 35 years old because he had a secret bank account that literally had thousands in it just in case he had to escape me with our kids. Okay, so me and my husband have been married since I was 28 and all the years since I thought we had a perfect marriage. We have three kids together. He makes good money as an orthopedic surgeon while I work as a clerk at a law firm. He went out of town to visit his sister and her wife, his sister and her wife with the kids, for a family barbecue. I didn't go because the family aren't all that fond of me. Okay. I was going through all the finances and realized some money was missing. Never noticed this before as he usually does the financial stuff. Went through our paperwork and discovered that he had a secret bank account with thousands in it. My girlfriends came over and we spiked about it. And they got me thinking that he must have had it for a mistress of some sorts. And he was... And he was housing her or saving up to leave. After a few whines, I got the courage to call him up to confront him about it. And he was stammering his words. When he got home, the next day, we got into an argument and he claims that it was a backup fund. He's been in an abusive relationship before and made the account in case he had ever had to leave with the kids in case I turned abusive, which is a ridiculous notion. I ordered him to get out and lock the door behind him. He called begging me to come back and I told him I won't until he puts the money in our joint joint bank account, which he refuses to do. 
His family has been calling me and even mine saying just get over it and that he shouldn't feel bad for wanting to protect himself, but he doesn't need protection from me. He says he needs the money, especially as women are far more favored in family courts. I'd never keep him from his children, but he wants to keep them from me. My girlfriends say I should divorce him and they've been on the, my mind too. And it's been on my mind too. Like, how could he not trust me, especially with our children? Can anyone offer some advice? This is a big case of never say never, right? But I can see where she's coming from because um, there's two diff- two kinds of people in these kind of topics. There's a person who would always think about the worst case scenario, even if they're in the best case scenario because you just never know what's going to go wrong. And that kind of... Um, ideology kind of comes from past experiences which seems like the husband has it has right um abusive relationship um so that's where he comes from now for the wife i can understand it from her perspective because some people like to think in this kind of way where if you really love someone and you're married you're committed why would you ever, ever, ever think about these terrible things, right? When when you everything's just working out perfectly, why would you ever have to worry about these things when you know for sure that you guys can just work it out, work it through because we trust each other? And I feel like this is like a, a battle between rationality and just um, emotion, right? Thinking rational and thinking emotional, right? If you really think emotional, Yes, you trust that person. You'll work it work it out. Don't worry about the bad things, right? We'll deal with it as they come, right? But then as a person who would think rationally would say, you know, this is great. We have a great relationship, but you never know what's going to happen. And going off of my past experiences, there's this happened, there's that happened. So I just want to have a backup plan. But that does not necessarily mean I love uh, the husband loves the wife any less. He just thinks differently. And I feel like that's where the big clashes happen because... Um, to the wife, it feels like, you know, he, he, he thinks of her as like a future potential abusive wife, right? And from husband's perspective, um, I feel like the wife is um, overreacting when, you know, because and I feel like the big struggle here is that both sides don't know how they truly feel. And you never really do, right? Even if you show all that trust, spend married for 20, 30, 40 years, doesn't matter how long, at the end of the day, you really truly don't know what that person's thinking and how that person feels towards you. You only see them through their actions and their words, right? So whenever these things happen where someone's not aware and then they do these little background stuff and then it gets when they get caught like this, man, that's just really hard to come out of. That I feel like to really come out of the situation like, clean and everything works out they both need to have a very very high like level of trust and understanding because i understand it from both sides and and being on the receiving end for neither of them uh, either of them just is just terrible so yeah you mentioned that they should have a really really high level of trust i think from this point forward that can't be achieved anymore yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's just very that's what I'm saying. It's a really hard situation. Yeah. 
Yeah. And fam- their family in the background, that doesn't help either. And she's briefly mentioned that husband's parent or their family are not very fond of her. I feel like that also has a huge play. Yeah. I think I feel like that also plays into I think it's like these little things that just kind of piled up where it kind of brought a husband to, you know, make that backup account. I yeah, because I'm sure this is like a um a multiple uh, combination of past abusive experience and I'm sure his family's not very fond of his wife, so they said some stuff. I'm sure. There's some other things that happen, maybe like at some parties, at some gathering. I'm sure they voice their opinions and concerns about um, the wife to the husband. And I'm sure all those thoughts and all those things kind of came together. And he probably come to a conclusion that I, he might need a backup account because you never know what's going to go, you know, when things got to go to south, right? So. So what would you do? If you if, if, if I was if I was the wife, right? Because that's the yeah. So let's say so, you had a wife yeah. and she had thousands saved in a bank account you didn't know about until you obviously did some digging and you found out. So, me personally, um, I wouldn't get hurt by it because I'm that kind of person. Oh, you so you prepare for the worst. I would prepare for the worst, right? Um, and I feel like this is like another another case of you know, all the other other two topics that we talked about, this big clash, right? The big clash where you kind of have to look at, you reevaluate this whole relationship. Is this worth for me to, you know, worth it, worth my time to try to salvage and try to work, work it out, right? Is that, is this person uh, um, worth that much to me, right? Um, So personally to me, not a big deal. But then if I was trying to see this from the wife's perspective, what I would do is, <laughs> I would I would still let him just you know keep the bank account. But um, so you would let your your wife keep the bank account if, if it happened to you. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a it's a hard one because if if I let them do that, if I'm really thinking in the perspective of this um, wife, it's it's just gonna bug you the rest of your life. You know it's there. Right, you always always know it's gonna be there. It's gonna bug you. You, you. you never liked it. Never liked it when you found out. And I'm sure you would. You still wouldn't like it when it's still there. Even if you decide to just let him keep it and try to be understanding. So it'll it'll eat away at you. I feel like, because it seems like she's very mad and she's very concerned about this. And she feels like this is like a breach in trust. Right. So, yeah. Even if she decides to be understanding, it's gonna eat away at her. Like you know, and. Yeah, I don't know. At that point, I don't know if this is really a, a healthy relationship. It's 100% right? Because I feel like this is like a big like division, like divide, where this is like, I, it's, I'm i just so sad that this this kind of situation, not to this magnitude, but that, that some, like something that's similar has never have, have come up in any of their life. Because yeah. like me and my girlfriend, we both kind of think similar in a way that, you know, the worst could always happen. And we discuss these things like, hey, what if we just like break up, right? Not that, you know, not that I'm saying that, you know, we're gonna, right? But then, but we both understand where we're coming from. We understand that perspective. And that talk always ends in a positive, you know, way, right? And we get, we kind of um, pick each other's um, brains, right? Oh, so this is what she thinks. Oh, this is how she feels, right? And we kind of understand each other a lot more. So, but I feel like that just 
is not possible with these two because, like I said, this is just a huge difference in ideology, right? Perspective. So I don't know how they're going to overcome that, honestly. There's a lot of things that contribute to this, to the to the negative feelings in the situation. I think, and the, I think the biggest one is that she realizes now that who she is to her husband has is completely shattered. Yeah, right. Her idea of who she is to him is not what it actually is, right? And yes, he's had past trauma and he's had you know bad relationship in the past. We've been burned, but I feel like if you agree to marry someone, or if you subscribe to the traditional way of you know marriage and weddings he asked her to marry him right i would think that when you get to that point you have full trust in that other person right and i'm sure based on how she's reacting she subscribed to that idea too and now having that entire ideology of uh, an exchange in trust between partner and partner having that completely shattered is traumatic in in and of itself right not only I don't think she can trust him, can she not trust him anymore? She'll have she'll have um, trouble trusting anyone at this point. You know, having how many kids? Three, three kids and several. You know, two at least what two decades of marriage? Uh, I don't know if it's decades. Let's see. So she's thirty-seven, and then uh, she got married at twenty-eight, so nine years of marriage. No, okay, sorry. Okay. Nine years is a long time to to be in a relationship. I'm assuming they've been in a relationship for for longer than that before they got married. Yeah. Right. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if you can 100% recover from this. Should you choose to stay together? Yeah, I, I when I read this concern, I was for the wife's side. When I start first reading, I was like, yeah, you know, like you said, you know. When you get married, you're subscribed to this trust, right? And you you, you give your 100% all of your trust and whatever. I, I understand that aspect and why the wife got mad. And I thought the, the husband was in the wrong because you don't hide money, especially things like money yeah. from your wife. But then the more and more I read on, it's not like, yes, he did, he was in the wrong. I'm not still taking a side. He was in the wrong, but also the wife was in the wrong too. Because you literally proved his point with what you did. So... You so you found this money, and then you and in the word for word in the concern you kicked him out, right? That that's what the money was for. Is if you kick him out and something like this happens, is for that. That was that was the money was that's what the money was for. That's why that's what he was saving up that money. So you literally proved his action. I mean, yes, he started it all. He like started the catalyst for it all because he had that secret bank account. But you kicking him out and saying, hey, I you know don't come back. I don't want you. I don't want you to be in this like family, and you kicking him out. I think that was wrong because you literally proved what he was saving up for. Ah, uh, that's that's hard. It's a chicken like, and an egg. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I, was just, <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say like <laughs> yeah, which what came first, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm so I'm like, and I'm so torn about this one is because, well, she wouldn't have never kicked you out if you never had that bank account, but then she kicked you out. So that's why you had that big account in the first place. But then it's like, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it's really that, that, that torn situation. Now, do you, do I think it's worth divorcing and ending a marriage with three kids? No, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that bad to end the divorce or to end the marriage in a divorce because my, my wife had a secret fund. But again, I'll be more understanding than than she would be. I mean, I'm, from what I'm seeing, I would be like, you know what? You had a bad relationship in the past. I can see it. I can see why you did that. 
And, you know, I could see why you had that bank account. Now I would have a nice civil conversation with them and say, Hey, you know what? I understand that that was it, but I'm not that kind of, I'm not that kind of person and see where, what it results in. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole, but you kicking him out. I don't think was the right idea because you literally reinforce his idea of why he had that bank account in the first place. You make a good point. I do agree with not kicking him out. I, yeah. I think that'll that'll cement that idea in his head from this point going forward. Yeah. And that's why when she asked, can you put the money back? I would be like, hell no. You literally just proved why I had this bank account for. But, you know, if if you didn't do that and then it went down a different road and you had a civil, calm conversation and he still didn't, yeah, I, would, I, I would feel for you, wife. I think all of those concerns that you mentioned about him knowing that she's not that kind of person, that should have been addressed well before nine years of marriage. Right. You should know that yeah. person well enough that you know that before marrying them even. Yeah, that's why right? I, yeah, that's why I still was sad that that this was never brought yeah. up. Right. Right. Yeah. And the, the kicking out thing too, like I mean, now we're at the realm of like, I mean, yeah, sure, okay, husband had a, you know, abusive relationship, but now I'm I'm more curious about the wife. What was her uh, past relationship like? Did she have something traumatic or some abusive or something like that that caused her to overact overreact like this right because i feel like if you're a let's say you just all the past relationship weren't so traumatic no ptsd it was just kind of you know, a little bit of sad whatever a little bit of broken heart whatever right and you get over it you mature right and you just had like a healthy life coming into this situation i feel like she wouldn't have acted in a way that it was just so extreme I don't know, but you know, everybody's different. But I feel like, you know, there's a little bit of there. I think there's more to it than her just, you know, made a mis, you know, just bad decision of just oh, you know, just kicking kicked him out or something like that. I feel like there's more story um, with the wife as well. I'm just assuming where That's fair. She, yeah, yeah, she That's has fair. some yeah. sort of past experience that led up to this decision, right? This overreaction. Um. I personally don't think it was that big of an overreaction. Having a secret bank account after nine years of marriage, that's not a small thing. That is a huge sign of mistrust, in my opinion. Yeah, and I would agree with you. That's why I was like, at this point, I was like, man, the husband screwed up. Yes. But then... <sighs> I agree that she shouldn't have kicked him out. Yeah. Um, I had another point that I completely forgot. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst feeling. <laughs> but there, I there is a solution, though. There is one solution. What, what do you think? Um, and this will just, you know, to me, I feel like this is this will just work everything out. Um, just make a secret account of your own. You know, eye for an <laughs> eye, <laughs> eye for an eye. You know, you you get one, then I get one, right? And then oh, you know, man. there you go. And then you guys have a joint bank account. It'll be a little small, right? The money will be a little small, but then you know. You get a little bit of your own. I get a little bit of mine, and we're both happy, right? I don't think it'll be secret for very long because he does the finances. Yeah, I guess, but I it's one know. of those things, though. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna. I was just memeing. Fight, I'm not gonna <laughs> fight her on this, and she works for a law firm, so like, even if he had a singular bank account, isn't it because they? Because he must have collected that during marriage. Isn't it half hers by law? <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, wouldn't it, no matter what, wouldn't it still be? If I okay, if I was if I got married and then we both made the money and he controls the finances, so I'm assuming you know it wasn't he 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 would have to prove that it was all his money. But then even so, half of it is hers because you know, they're married. Because they're married. So Damn. even if he used that money to buy a house and he kept the house secret, 
that house is half hers no matter what. I actually don't know how that works. So yeah, I think I'm you sure, might be so, right. That's why I don't want to like you know because she works at a law firm. She she knows the law more than I do. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna quote it, but you know from what I'm thinking and you know in the context of marriage, even if he had a, a hidden bank account that he just saved, it was a savings account he just that no one knew about except him. Even you know if he dies. It, it goes to her or if he like if they get a divorce it goes to her half of it goes to her it'd been a different issue if it was like he was spending the money to like buy like you know go to strip clubs and stuff like that then i would be like oh we're a mistress then i'd be like okay that's that's you can't get that money back yeah but if he's just holding it as a savings account that's half yours isn't it so that's why when when he kicked when she kicked him out i was like that's a little overreacting because I mean, again, I could be wrong. You know the law. You work a law for more than I do. You know, if he did that, was it just his? If it was just his, then I could see they wouldn't have been an overreacting. And then, yes, I could see him. I could see her kicking her husband out. But if if it worked in the context of, I, get, I don't know. I just want to bring that up because maybe that's, I, I have no idea. Isn't that what prenups are for? But then, but then she didn't. She, I think she would have mentioned if she had yes, a prenup. That's a hundred percent. That's true. why I'm, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. If there was a prenup, she would have mentioned it. Yeah, and, I don't think. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't believe in prenups very much. So even, even that, that's starting off your foot off like in like a very yeah. mistrusty situation. Yeah, I agree with that as so, well. So you know, again, I don't think they have a prenup. No, and if it, if it wasn't, that's you're entitled half that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, I remember the point now. Um, going back to her, um, reacting the way she did, uh, most of me wants to give her the benefit of the doubt that she wouldn't have reacted the way she did with any other sort of situation. Cause this is, as far as, you know, extremes go, this is a pretty bad fault on the husband's part, especially if you just take it out of context. Like, I don't know, like his traumatic experience, whatever, right. That could be, that of course has a, has a part in all of this. But that action in and of itself is a, is a pretty serious sign of mistrust, right? Yeah. Um, and that's that's my argument for for saying that she's she didn't. Um, I wouldn't call it an extreme overreaction, right? So I still think that the, hus- the husband messed up and that he should have gotten his 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 demons. He should have cleared those before agreeing to marry. Yeah, he he's he done screwed up. I agree. I one hundred percent agree with you. I think that I, I, you know, I think the wife could have done a, a better job of reacting to it. But in that moment, I'm not gonna speak for her because, you know, for all I know, in that moment, I would have done the same thing. It's the heat of the moment, right? Everyone yes, acts exactly. different than they actually want to. So in that heat of the moment, I can't really argue what, what she did it wrong or right. I think going forward is gonna be hard. That trust yeah. is not gonna be there unless he brings that money to a joint, like like what the wife wants. I think. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna move forward. It's yeah. If they choose to stay together, it's not gonna be healthy. Yeah, and the fact that like another unfortunate thing is this I ordeal. I'm sure the husband's family know about it now, and wife's friends know about it now. There's this these outside force, yeah. man. That's gonna just convolute things so much. On top of all these little issues that you know, yeah, like the is the money like half and half, all that stuff, like. Right. Oh man, this is such a headache. Right. Yeah. And the fact that they're married, let's just yeah. cherry on top. Right. <laughs> so it's like, wow. Yeah. The best way I think could you could save this relationship. I think it, it could still be healthy as long as he returns the money. Yeah. One of the one side has to make a great sacrifice like, in terms of like they need to lay down their like ideal, like 
yeah. their perspective and just, you know, work it out. But right? in this situation, One, yeah. I feel the husband was in the wrong. Yeah. For just, I mean, a lot of people tell us, I mean, I've heard definitely on YouTube videos and, you know, people saying that even if you get married, you should have your own individual bank account. I, I've heard that. But you need to let your significant mm-hmm. other know how much money's in that account and what you're spending it on. That's true. That's if, if that's there, then by all means. I don't I don't think I would have an individual bank account uh when I'm married. I think I'll just have a joint one. Or like, you know, yeah, I'll have a joint one. And then everyone will know what where the money's going yeah. and where the money's coming. That that needs to be settled first before I even consider marrying a person. Yeah. Right. And if you have one, great, but you have to disclose that, right? Yeah. It's part of a marriage. Yeah. At this point, I feel like everyone, it's it's common knowledge that that's like the transparency in your finances is just part of marriage. And this is one of the things that I, I, I'm advocate for. It's like both partners in a marriage should have access to the financials and ask questions if you don't understand something about the financials. Like uh, I know I've I said this before in a pod, past podca- a podcast that when I get married, I know I will be the the one who controls what the what to do with the finances. But yeah. if my wife wants to see it, I'll be like, here you go. Open book. <laughs> right away. Would you have any questions about what we're doing? Like, do you have any questions about... And then I would... Ha- I, even now, list of what the money is going. And she's like, would you spend money on this? Like, what was that? I'd be like, oh, this was this. You were there for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. yeah, I think... Now, but the thing is, because you kicked him out, I kind of feel for the husband because you kicked him out. He's get it's cemented in his mind. Oh my yeah. gosh, this can happen, right? And that's what it's. That's what I'm like. Oh, you know, it kind of sucks. But the only way that this this relationship can move on to health, happy, is what Daniel said is someone needs to sacrifice really hard with their ideals to continue this relationship. Because you're right. As the wife, I'll be very. I, I I would be comfortable, and like you said, I think it would be still in the back of. Yeah. Her mind, like eating away at her, she won't be comfortable with that. I don't know. Yeah. And this can't, like, the sacrifice can't just be like, oh, you know, sorry, I'll just, you know, do better. Or, yeah, sure, let's just do what you say. And, you know, have in the back of your mind that, like, I don't agree with any of this. That, like, that's never going to work. There needs to be a sacrifice where he just literally just lays everything down and, and, you know, show the trust and show the love, right? You're my wife, right? And I will support you. So let's try to figure this out. Like it needs to be that level of sacrifice, which is like huge, right? Yeah, huge, right? Yeah, you're letting, you're laying down everything that you kind of like believe in, all your beliefs and values, kind of thing, right? Because I feel like that's 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 the level that we're at right now. Because this yeah. is just a huge a clash in ideology, right? And also, and like you said, yeah, a little bit of a uh, irres- irresponsible behavior from the um the from the husband, right? kind of you know having that secret stash in a way it's kind of the opposite like it's it's very responsible but then it shows the other person <laughs> yeah, like right you that. know what i mean I like it's very responsible he's but being, he's being responsible to take care of himself he's yes taking yes care of himself yeah. but then it's irresponsible in the fact that he he disrespected his marriage right yeah. it's yeah yeah very yeah, convoluted i guess another way you can make it is he, he could keep that savings account by himself but you need to make it so that i guess the only way I can see the compromise is if he's not willing to just dump it in the joint bank account. But then it's the same thing. It's like if he gives you access to the bank account, but then it would be a joint bank account. So yeah, so that kind of loses the purpose, right? So that kind of goes back to what I was saying before. 
Just make one of your own. Honestly, that that, that could be one. That could <laughs> yeah. be a compromise. Show them how it's done. Yeah, if you can't do it, I'm going to make my own. And you won't know what's inside it. You won't know what, you can't have access to it. And, you know, that could be it too. Because now, right? Cause, because cause it, it's like going like my, like this whole wheel going in. Because now the, the husband broke the trust to the, to the wife. So now the wife might think I need to protect myself. Yeah. So exactly. then makes a bank account of her own. Yeah. And it's all one really just one big wheel of mistrust here. Yeah. <laughs> but then this is it's a temporary solution. Like I was kind of memeing, but then now I think thinking about it, like that could actually work out in maybe in a way that like um since uh she's doing the exact same thing back to him, maybe he'll you know, once he kind of experiences that, maybe he'll think a little different. Maybe he'll, he'll be a little bit more understanding. Oh, this is what it kind of feels like to have someone, you know, have that little secret stash. But I don't know. But maybe. No, right? that's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I could definitely see that it happen. Goes, it has to go, you know what? As much as I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't do this always, but I for I might work in this situation, like Daniel said. Either you make your own bank account where he has no access to it, he has no idea what's happening in that account. That's yours, yours alone, and no one else's. And or he gives it in. He gives up. So you do what he does, or but then it still doesn't clear up the fact that I would still have that thing. It's like he still has that money, even if I have yeah. on my own. Yeah. I'd be like, he still has it. I, yeah, I was. I, I was gonna say like she can have all the money her all she wants to herself, right? She can start her own bank account. Yeah. What is that gonna accomplish? Yeah, that's what I was, I was, yeah, so like I said, it's a temporary solution, and the goal here is not to really like, you know, at money. the end of the day, like you both have separate accounts. It's more like to show the husband that this is how I felt. Okay. When when you did this to me, but then the right? husband could be like, I don't care. That's fine. Exactly, and that, at that <laughs> point, then it's done, right? That that solution's already gone out the window, right? But this is just one of the solution that might work out, right? If the husband's, you know, willing to kind of see it from a different perspective. If he's that kind of person, I feel like it might work out, but you know, it just kind of goes down. It comes down to like what kind of person he is. I and mean, we have yeah. no idea what kind of person he is. So nine years yeah. though, that's, that's, that's a lot of saving. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of money in there. Yeah. Damn, man. But yeah. Honestly, part of me, part of me feels like the husband is going to encourage her to do that. Like she, if she brings it up, she'd be like, yeah, you should do it. You know? Yeah. Is that you healthy? What could happen? It still doesn't, because the wife still feels like there's no real yeah. answer to this. It, it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't right? solve anything. It, the only way that solves is the husband needs to put it in a joint bank account. But I'm just thinking if he doesn't, if I was in that situation, would I consider divorce? I don't know. I still, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think I would so. either. But I would, I, I, I would be pissed like 24 seven. Yeah. I would not be happy in that house. At the end of the, to boil it down, what I think needs to happen is the husband needs to trust his wife. Yeah. Right. The wife very trusts you. basic fundamental fundamentals of marriage. Trust your spouse. Right. If that gets broken like this, you need to work extra hard to make sure that the other person knows it. But then it's hard to tell someone that when he was in that relationship where his trust, like when he was in an abusive relationship, it's hard to tell someone that. Right. You have to trust the person. It's kind of hard. Yeah. But. Then if you can't do that, don't marry the person. Yeah, and that kind of goes back yeah, yeah. to like this <laughs> should have been figured out like way before way marriage, before marriage. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I said. Like when I first like heard this, I was like, man, I'm, this is really sad that you know these it, things were never brought up, yeah. right? So that it came this far. Unfortunate, unlucky. Yeah, I have, I have no real answer for you. That's I'm gonna say it there. There's we give you our rough solutions or quote unquote yeah. solutions. Take it for what you will. If you want to use it, use it. If you don't. Yeah. I don't. I think what we just gave her is 
extra perspective. I yeah. think that's the best we can offer in this yeah, situation. That's what this podcast for. Yeah, there you go. Well, that concludes this episode. Let's do a quick recap. The first one was uh, Girlfriend Forgot My Birthday. It Hurts. And Daniel, do you want to wrap that one up first and like a sentence or two? Sorry, what was the topic for the first one? Sorry, Girlfriend Forgot My Birthday. It Hurts. Girlfriend Forgot My Birthday and It Hurts. Talk to her. <laughs> hey, if you want me to wrap it up, I mean that's what it is, or just right? Eye to eye. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess eye to eye. Yeah, sure, sure. What's up? I remember. Oh, I remember what I said. Now, yeah, yeah. Forget Miss her, her birthday. birthday. Miss yeah. her. Birthday. Yeah. All right. Uh, second one is my husband. Oh, sorry, not that one. Uh, second one was that's the third one. Sorry. Um, I am attracted to black guys, but scared to date them because of my strict Asian parents. I'll just do this one because um, I kind of ranted. Is if you're just doing for dating. Um, just go out, out, experience it. Don't think about marriage. You're 20 years old. I mean, obviously think about it, plan for it. If you, if you believe in that aspect, uh, if it's just dating, go out there, experience, you'll learn. And then, you know, you'll realize that will this apply in the future for your husband? If not, if not. Last one is this, is the husband one. Uh, should I leave my husband? Uh, because he has a secret bank account that literally had thousands in it just in case we had to escape with our kids. Gerald. The only way where this could this could end happily is that he fully 100% trusts you. After nine years of marriage, I feel like that should be a given, just for the record. Um, but if you can find a path where you can you can reconcile this in a way that he can trust you and you can trust him, go for that path. But I personally don't know how you're going to get there. Yeah, well, that finishes this episode. How'd you feel, Daniel? Well, that was fun. Like, I didn't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. I was I was worried that I might just have a brain fart and have like no idea, right? But and yeah, it was, good. it was good. You know, we thank you on our podcast, but since you're here anyway, thank you for the music yeah, for the podcast. Man. Yeah, no problem. Daniel is the creator of the uh, intro and the outro of the podcast. Yeah, yeah it was fun making yeah. it. It was good. Nice. Awesome. So adds that extra little production value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Well, again, if you have your own concerns, problems, or worries that you have and you would like another perspective, a third-party opinion, that's what this podcast is for. Please do not hesitate to give us an email at givesometous at gmail.com. Again, it's just givesometous at gmail.com. Thank you, Daniel, for coming to this podcast, this episode's podcast, and again, for the music. Thank you for all the uh, listeners coming in and tuning in for this week. And I hope to see all your beautiful faces again next week. Yeah, Daniel, thanks for joining us. Everybody, thanks for listening. And as always, stay kind to each other.